Christ is risen. And so then he comes to give you peace and joy. The word of God I'd like to study with you today on this Easter Sunday is the gospel reading that we heard earlier from Matthew 28 that's printed out in the worship folder so that you can follow along. I'm sure that many of you who are sitting here this morning have lost loved ones to death recently. When you think about them, it probably hurts. In fact, even if you lost a loved one years ago, it can still fill your heart with sadness. And how do you feel when you think about facing your own death? Some of you have been on the brink. For many people, it fills their hearts with fear because we don't know what it's going to be like or when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen. And what about the people we leave behind? That's what death does. It threatens to fill our hearts with fear and sadness. But today, Jesus appears to remove our fears and dry our tears. Today, Jesus comes to replace the fear and sadness that threatens us and to instead fill our hearts with peace and joy. He does that every single time we see him. I want you to just quickly review with me the gospel reading and count how many times it refers to seeing Jesus. First, Matthew tells us that the women came to look at the tomb. As soon as they arrived, the angel said, I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified, but he's not here. Come and see the place where he laid. The angel told them to go and tell the disciples so that they too could see Jesus in Galilee. And then as the women went, they actually saw Jesus. And again, Jesus reminded them to tell the disciples and they would all see him in Galilee. By my count, that's six times. And that's what I want for you today. I want you to see Jesus, specifically to see that he lives so that he can fill your hearts with peace and joy. On that first Easter Sunday morning, the women went to see Jesus dead. They saw him suffer and die on the cross on Friday afternoon. They saw when Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus came and took Jesus' dead body down from the cross. They saw when they wrapped him in strips of linen and cloth and laid his body in a tomb. They saw when they rolled the big stone in front of the tomb. And then as Friday evening approached, the women went home because it was the Sabbath day. And so with everyone else, including Jesus, they rested. But as soon as the Sabbath was over on Saturday evening, they ran to the market and bought some spices because they wanted to go back and finish the burial that was so hurried late Friday afternoon. And then as Matthew records, after the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. They went to see Jesus one more time to give him the proper burial, and to say goodbye. And I'm sure their hearts were filled with grief and sadness. 
You've all been there, right? I don't know that people go to the cemetery to visit loved ones as often as they used to. Maybe they do and I just don't know it. But you've probably done it at least some point. Maybe it was the day of the funeral and you came to the church for the visitation and you saw your loved one lying in a casket or in an urn. After the service, you likely went to the graveyard where the casket was laid above the hole and maybe the pastor or the funeral director committed the body ashes to ashes and dust to dust and they even asked if you wanted to stay and watch as the grave workers lowered the casket and you said goodbye. But something else happened for the women. As they were on their way to the tomb, Matthew records that there was a violent earthquake. The entire ground shook because an angel had come down from heaven and rolled away the stone that sealed Jesus' tomb and sat upon it. When the guards who were watching the tomb saw the angel who looked like lightning and his clothes as white as snow, they shook and became like dead men. They fainted. And when they came to, they ran away. Now, we know from the other gospel accounts that by the time the women got to the tomb, the angel was already inside. And I've read that it was described that these tombs have multiple layers, that there would be an entryway leading to the burial chamber in the back. When the women walked into the entryway and saw the angel, they were afraid. The angel knew why they were there. He told them, I know that you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. And he tried to calm their fears. He, he said, don't be afraid. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. And they must have gone to look, right? Walking past the angel or following the angel and, and going into that deeper burial chamber, they, they saw the stone slab where Jesus' body had been laid. They saw Joseph and Nicodemus put him there. They, they saw the sheet that was wrapped around Jesus' body and the cloth that was wrapped around Jesus' head, but they did not see Jesus. How could this be? Now, maybe the women should have known better because Jesus had risen just as he said. With the disciples, Jesus told the women many times that the Son of Man must be betrayed and arrested and crucified. And on the third day, he would rise again. And I'd like to give the women some credit. They believed they, they maybe just needed the reminder and they needed to see it for themselves. Well, after the angel proclaimed that Jesus had risen and encouraged them to go and tell the disciples, the women left the tomb still afraid, but now full of joy. What would you do? If you went to visit your loved one at the grave, and in place of the casket, there was a hole in the ground, and there was an angel sitting on the gravestone, I mean, would you stay or would you get out of there? And if the angel told you that the one you loved had risen from the dead, would you believe it? Do you believe that the dead live? 
Do you believe that on the last day all the dead will rise and some will live? Do you believe that your loved ones who have already died with faith in Jesus as Savior, they live now and on the last day they will rise and live? Do you believe that one day when you face your own death, you will live and also be raised on the last day? See Jesus and believe. The women saw Jesus alive. As they ran from the tomb to tell the disciples, suddenly there was Jesus. He appeared to them and said, greetings, as if nothing had happened, like it was an ordinary day. How are you guys doing? But then Jesus did what he always does. He took away their fears simply by speaking the word. Do not be afraid, he said. Notice how the women responded. They believed. They didn't ask, is it really you? Are you a ghost? Is this real? Are we dreaming? No, they went to Jesus. They fell down on their hands and knees. They clasped his feet and they did what faith always does. They worshiped because they believed that the man who had died on a cross just three days earlier now lived as the son of God and their savior. And then Jesus gave them the important assignment that the angel had already given them to go and tell the disciples so that they too might see Jesus in Galilee. And I want you to see Jesus. I know that we don't see him today the same way that the women did. I, I know that Jesus isn't standing here in the flesh so that we can see him with our physical eyes. And yet we see Jesus with eyes of faith every time we hear his word. Those women fulfilled their important assignment. They went and told the disciples. Now at first the disciples didn't believe either, but later on they saw Jesus and believed. Jesus gave the same important assignment to the disciples. In fact, even larger, he told them to go into all the world and proclaim the good news. And for 2,000 years now, Christians have continued to proclaim, Christ is risen. That Christ is risen. Thank you. Because they believe. Because by the testimony of the women, by the testimony of the apostles who saw Jesus with their own eyes, by the testimony recorded for us in scripture, we still see Jesus alive. We saw Jesus ride into Jerusalem on a donkey to the shouts of Hosanna. We saw Jesus preach and teach in the temple and flip over the tables. We saw Jesus wash his disciples' feet and then give them his body and blood in Holy Communion. We saw Jesus pray in Gethsemane. And we saw Judas come to betray him and the soldiers to arrest him. We watched as Jesus hung on a cross and we saw where he was buried. But today we see Jesus alive just as certainly as the women did. And not only do you see Jesus in his word, but you see Jesus in the sacraments. In holy baptism, the Savior who died on a cross and rose from the dead came to live in your heart. 
He washed away all of your sin and clothed you in the white robe of his righteousness. And every single time we pray, your kingdom come, Jesus comes by word and sacrament to live and rule in our hearts until we live and rule with him in heaven. In holy communion, you see Jesus in the flesh, in, with, and under the bread. He gives you the very body that he sacrificed on the cross as payment for sin. In, with, and under the wine, he gives you the blood that he poured out to assure you that all of your sins are forgiven. And every time that Jesus forgives your sins, and every time you relive your baptism, your sinful nature dies, and a new person rises within you that believes, that believes Jesus when he says, do not be afraid. Because the day is coming when the doctor will say, I'm sorry. There's nothing else we can do. The day is coming when your body will tell you, I'm tired and running out of strength and time is short. The day will come when you will have to face your own death, but rather than be filled with fear, you can be filled with peace because you know that those who die with faith in Christ still live. And that on the last day, even your body that has been buried in the grave will rise again to live forever. And when you remembered your loved ones, it's okay to be sad. Jesus wept too at the grave of Lazarus. But don't be only sad. Ask Jesus to fill your heart with joy because you know that your loved ones who died with faith already see Jesus. Right now they stand around the throne of God wearing white robes and waving palm branches and worshiping Jesus more than we could ever do here on earth. And on the last day, they too will rise from the dead and then you will see them and all together we will see Jesus. But there are those who do not yet see him or believe in him. Their hearts have only fear and sadness. You know some of them. And that's why Jesus sends you as he sent the women and the disciples to go and tell them. Tell them that Jesus is the son of God who lived a perfect life in their place. Tell them that Jesus died on the cross and paid for all of their sins. Tell them that Jesus rose from the dead and he conquers death and he lives to silence our fears and remove our tears. And after you tell them, invite them to come and to see. To see Jesus. To see his empty cross and his empty tomb. To see the one who lives and promises that because he lives, you too shall live. And then we will see Jesus forever. I pray that you will come back again next week as we gather together as a family of believers to see Jesus. So that he can fill your hearts with peace and joy every day until we see him forever. Amen.